0: The Ryan Reese Show. From Southern California, this is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready?
1: All right, tonight it's going down. Thank you guys for tuning in. I got one of my friends, my new friends, in studio. I was down at a conference, Calvary Chapel Vista, I don't even know how many months ago. Um, It was definitely during COVID. And we were down there for this youth conference, and I showed up, and they said, hey, you know, we got this pro scooter rider coming down. He's going to be breaking it off at this little mini ramp. Come down and check it out. And I got to meet you, Cody, down there, and Mm -hmm. I got introduced, Ben Corson, actually, Connected us So I was like Alright He's good people Cause Ben's cool <laughs> So Cody's cool Dude thanks for For coming on the show Yeah thank uh, you so much Do you want to pronounce Your last name Cause I always mess up Everyone's last names
0: Yeah my n- last name is Flum Flum okay
1: yeah. <laughs> I know I'm like Oh no I'm not gonna say this Cause it's gonna be wrong <laughs> Flum Cody Flum And you've been uh, You're a professional scooter, scooter rider Scooter rider Yep Dude how long In the heck Have you been doing that
0: uh, About 11 years now 11 e- So how old are you I'm 20 20 yep
1: you know right before we got live on the show um i was tripping out because when i started the Whosoevers uh back in 2009 i hired a guy to come out from australia and what he was going to do all the graphic design stuff and and uh, build our website etc and he got here and because of my roots in skateboarding since i was seven years old i started skateboarding and i'm old now many <laughs> many many years ago i'm um, still skateboarding though um he was like, dude mate I just built this website <laughs> and and it's a scooter company and they're literally everywhere in mm-hmm. Australia because scootering existed roll, uh, rollerblading existed and, you know riding bikes existed skateboarding existed. But it wasn't like this massive massive thing mm-hmm. and because they was just they had the razor scooters. And I remember looking at razors. I was like, dude, those wheels are like they look like rollerblade wheels. Yeah. like how do you ride that scooter and, <laughs> and how can you do like big stuff with it? It just didn't seem comfortable or, or, or sturdy enough. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no mate, check these scooters out and they look like full-on handlebars, mm-hmm. big wide bars, reinforced you know um, materials, bigger wheels. And I remember he showed me, and from that point on, I went to Australia, scooters were everywhere. And yep. then it almost seemed like it birthed like over there, kind of, and then it like infiltrated in America. Is that mm-hmm. how it worked?
0: More or less. I definitely grew up watching a lot more videos from people in Australia than I did from people in the States.
1: Because it launched here, mm-hmm. and then it just—it's like they got—they just set it up correctly. They built the right— scooters. It seems
0: that way, yes. Right.
1: And but those Aussies are crazy.
0: <laughs> Honestly, in any level or discipline in action sports, it seems like that's a reoccurring theme.
1: Aussies, huh? Skateboarding, mm-hmm. uh um surfing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any Aussie snowboarders. I would I have to look that up. But Dirt biking? Yeah, dude. Dude, they're
0: nuts. Yeah, for real. The Aussies, dude. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> have you been over to Australia? I have, yes. How was that experience over there? It was pretty awesome. I spent uh, Pro Series 2016 and 2017 there. So Pro Series is a three- competition tournament basically um yeah. and then your overall ranking for within those three contests mm-hmm. go into your final result and i think 2017 i ended up in second and then uh the year prior i was in like fifth or something sick was yeah. aussies dude yeah
1: so it's international everyone came out from different yep. from, from different areas what countries would would be represented out there at that
0: contest uh think? dude all over europe and uh u.s canada and Asia? Australia. No. Asia? So we don't have a very big scene in Asia right now. Really? We have literally like one like head pro- professional scooter rider um that J- is like repping Japan like hard, but I was going to say Japan. That, yeah. Other than that, there's not many people in Asia.
1: It hasn't even hit there yet. No. So there's still a huge market for mm-hmm. it to expand. Mhm. Dude, but you know, that's just the way that it just that's the way it goes. Someone <laughs> shows up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm coughing over here. Someone shows up with a scooter, they break it off, they see him send it down some stairs, and they're like, we need this. Yep,
0: basically. So
1: go to uh, Asia as soon as... Uh... Dude, I want
0: to. <laughs> one of these days I'm going to make it before the whole COVID thing happened. I was like, I'm coming out to you, Sogo, that's one of my friends who's a pro over there. I'm going to come out to you, I'm going to stay with you and, uh, you know, show them what, what we can do on scooters. But it
1: Dude, just hasn't
0: come to that time yet.
1: Asia Asia has a lot of spots mm-hmm. like I remember when uh, they discovered skating skaters discovered China
0: mm-hmm.
1: and all of a sudden dude it was just like these massive tours mm-hmm. and then like Singapore has tons of spots really Eesh. clean nice marble ledges yeah Good, de- good rails and all that stuff. And uh, but Singapore, dude, like if you get, if you spit on the ground and they see you, they'll cane you. <laughs> Wait, like, really? Yeah, no. Like when you go to fly into Singapore, uh-huh. you have to sign saying like you know when you have a customs form when yeah. you're coming in, uh-huh. you know do you have over two hundred dollars extra on that? The customs form you have to it says if you have narcotics mm-hmm. or anything illegal or guns or whatever. You, uh, you could be sentenced to death. Oh my death god! Penalty. You're literally signing your death certificate if you have any of that. Oh my gosh. And, yeah, and then if you get caught like spitting on the ground or throwing gum on the ground yeah. or something, they can li- they'll literally take you and cane you. Oh my god! Like, beat you. Oh my god! That, that's Singapore. <laughs> yeah, sure. So when we got there, we were doing a layover from Australia yeah. to sing uh to Singapore, or we were coming from Europe. Then we had to stop in Singapore to Australia and we were there for the night. I told the whole team, I was with the whole circuit team, because I used to manage a skateboard team. Mm -hmm. And I was like, guys, don't do anything. Like, (laughs) because everyone smoked. I put your cigarette butts inside here. (laughs) Like, don't get wild, don't spit, do nothing. But it, uh, yeah. But Asia is, and Japan too, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so amazing. They used to have trade shows and all kinds of stuff. But anyway, with all that said, that's uh that's sick, man. So you've been um you've been placing, you've been doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're a professional at this point. Let's let's plug your sponsors because that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right now, I'm writing for Lucky Scooters, one of the biggest uh companies in scootering that manufactures scooters. They've been kind enough to me to give me uh, we're going on four years of signature uh parts and scooters, right um, which has been super cool. Um, and then my shout sponsor is the Vault Pro Scooters. Uh, they retail. Um, All brands of scooters and action space as well where they located Uh, lucky is here in the states And so is uh, the vault they're up in uh, Culver City, so when you say a signature piece So you have your own wheels wheels deck and this year which is new so the first two years I did uh, signature parts I only had deck and wheels, um, but this year we did a full complete scooter
1: got it Wait, so the is the deck, but what about the bars is that separate?
0: Yeah separate piece, okay?
1: Yep, got it. So you got the whole thing.
0: Yeah so how
1: much how much do these things go for retail?
0: Uh, right now they're going for two forty for the full complete scooter. But if you build it, just like customized, it's yeah. going to add up a, a little bit faster. Right, <laughs> yeah. right,
1: right. What kind of bearings you guys? What what kind of bearings you roll? Do you have a?
0: We have Avex nine, same as you. So well, we roll. I I do oh. Swiss. Oh okay. Swiss. Fair enough. Well, Is, I I guess I've seen Avex all around, so I just assumed.
1: <laughs> wait, are are Avex? Are they the? Uh, are they the? Um, they're not the porcelain ones, right? Not the porcelain, right. but the um. I'm trying to think of what they are. Yeah, I, I just rolled all the Swiss. I Fair enough. Yeah, sick. Right on. Mm-hmm. Well, look, dude, you uh, you grew up out here in Cali, mm-hmm. so uh-huh. you're you're born and raised here. Yep. Right on, native like us. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. on, right <laughs> like
0: on. us, yes. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> sick, man. Um, so growing up out here, you know, you were saying that you are you were growing up as a Christian. You know, you were raised in a Christian family, we'll mm-hmm. say. Yes. But you know, we have as we've been touring around the United States doing skate park tours with the Whosoevers. We've come across a lot of um, skaters and scooter riders. And especially when we went to Idaho, dude, they were, mm-hmm. it was, you guys have taken over Idaho. Mm-hmm. And they got really good parks up there, by the way, in the mm-hmm. Boise area. Okay, fair enough. And uh, it's, they're in our new full send film, but there are a lot of people that follow the, the movement. So I'd want you to speak to them and just encourage them. Because I know, and you know, um, that right now it's a pretty crazy time to be living. A lot mm-hmm. of noise, a lot of distractions, and... There's a lot of opportunity to, to walk away from what God's called you to be and walk away um, from what your love is for your hobbies or your passions. Yeah. yeah. And it's so easy to get distracted. And when you told me you were raised in the Long Beach, I was like, this is going to be sick. Yeah. Because – Long Beach, Snoop Dogg, right? <laughs> yep. That's us. <laughs> Long Beach is not a it's 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 a it's a interesting neighborhood mm-hmm. to, to grow up in. I have a lot of friends that live there and it has a lot of a lot of cool stuff from the culture that mm-hmm. has you know, hip hop, you got a lot of punk rock bars, rock and roll bars, you got the art scene, skateboarding, you mm-hmm. got so much cool creative stuff mm-hmm. happening in in Long Beach. Mm-hmm and there because there's a lot of distractions you get caught up in a lot of different things how was it first of all growing up what was like your family life growing up mm-hmm. um as a christian in in Long Beach, just mm-hmm. starting up before you even got into scootering
0: yeah sure well i was raised in a christian household my parents weren't necessarily like strict about our walk with the lord but they always pointed us to uh god's standard of living the bible and they allowed us to make our own decisions um But you make your own decisions, you also have to live with the consequences. Um, Mm -hmm. And and they were, uh, I mean, they uh, allowed us to go through that, which honestly I'm very thankful for because, you know, that's kind of like uh, uh, a good way to kind of learn to become your own person and define what your relationship with the Lord uh, is going to look like because you can't just be piggybacking off of your uh, parents or anything like that. But, you know, I was... uh, I didn't start scootering until I was about 10, and at the time I was um, just kind of messing around with it. Yeah. I didn't really have any plans for it. There was a, there was some contests um, that I started going to when I was 12, and so that was like the start of kind of, I think, the fire uh, that I have for the sport. And as my passion developed for it, uh, things like the Lord just kind of opened doors for me. By the time I was 14, I rode for the first time in a professional competition, and I got sponsored by the company I ride for, still Lucky Skeeters. Um, and since then, the Lord's kind of like, um, just continue to bless me in that, which right. I've been grateful for. And what I've taken from it is that the Lord gives us those passions that we have, yeah. whether it's skating, scootering, yeah. music, or whatever it right, is, right. for a purpose. Yep. And he wants us to embrace those, those desires um, and use it for his kingdom, for his kingdom agenda.
1: You know, it's I like what you said, and I want to even expand that. Like, it's it's those passions. Some of you guys, maybe you're not into, like, action sports, right. or, you know, maybe you're an artist, or maybe yeah. you're a musician, or maybe you're, you, you know, you have this desire to be a, an attorney or whatever. Any of those, pa- those are all passions that mm-hmm. you want to do these things. And God, you could use all these things for his glory. Now, when you got into scootering, like, did you play any sports before? Or were you, like, what... What did you do before you picked up a
0: scooter? I played soccer. So you're a soccer. Yeah. So you're always good with your feet. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) I still have a a great love for soccer. I was just telling Lucas that uh, I was playing pickup this morning, Uh, but it came down to it. I had to choose scootering or soccer, and it was like, you know what? Like I, I like, I like doing my own thing. Not, not so much the team thing. I like doing the individual sport of scootering. Mm -hmm. You know, so I chose that.
1: I grew up uh, playing soccer my whole life. Mm, that that nice. was that was it. Like soccer, select. I was trying to get in a club. I, w- I was I was able to get in a club, but I couldn't afford it. My family couldn't pay yeah. for it because you know so it's, much money. Yeah, I know. I was like, dang, those are all the rich kids right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, soccer, I played it all the way to school, high school. But then I got caught up in that noise mm. and I lost my passion because mm. I should have played soccer in school, but I started <laughs> smoking weed and I just got derailed. Yeah, and. No, I just stopped progressing even in skateboarding and, you know, all those things. But yeah. um, with you, which is rad about you, is that you stayed focused. And that's what I want to speak into those, those people that are listening now, that they want to follow their passions and they don't want to get derailed. So growing up in this environment, how did you not get derailed? Was there opportunity to get
0: off track? Certainly, yeah. I mean, like, I think we're all presented with any opportunity to do anything that that we want. Right. Um, but because I think I was kind of always surrounding myself with people who knew the Lord, and, yeah. and I was constantly—well, not constantly. I don't want to, you know, put myself on like a pedestal. Everyone has their. Wait, you're issues. not perfect. Oh shoot! Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, but because I was in the Lord's Word, and I was—that uh, yeah. was kind of like in the forefront of my mind in yeah. certain instances. Yeah. When I would go on these trips around the world. Uh, it wouldn't really be a question. It would just be like, no, this is like who I am. Like, I yep. will I can do whatever I want, but not everything that I can do is beneficial to me. Yep. Um, mm. And so I want to be, you know, wise with the choices that I make. That's all.
1: So you're saying that, as you were reading the Bible, God was giving you the instructions to live life and he's showing you those boundaries and you knew you had your identity in him and you mm-hmm. know who you are. You were secure in who you were mm-hmm. and you weren't trying to find your identity in these other things of the world and that's what happens to people is they get caught up and they lose their identity and next thing you know, they're part of just not walking with God and yeah. they, don't, they lose themselves, you know? Yeah. They lose who they are and I just love, it's just cool like when you meet people that um are christians like you know you're young how do you 20 20 yeah young yeah. young 20 year olds that uh, know who they are in christ and secure and and are solid um that's you know you've, you when you meet other 20 year olds and different people that don't have a walk with christ it's the, they're just they don't know who they are they're trying mm-hmm. to find themselves in what they're listening to or what they're doing yeah. and that's their identity sure, who yeah. they're sleeping with or yeah. how much money they got in their pocket you know etc yeah. etc cetera, et cetera. but you know that God, from the very beginning of this radio show, you're like, you know what? God has been opening up opportunities and he's been blessing me in these areas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, but he can give, he can take away, but sure. you, we know that all things work together for good, for Christ, according yeah. to his purpose. Right. And he loves you and he has a plan for you and that's what you're watching happen in your life. Yep, totally. Dude, so sick. So um, as you were uh, growing up and you started getting to, to scootering, mm-hmm. how does it work? You have to drop video parts, or how do you get how do you get sponsored?
0: The whole scene has definitely changed uh, quite a bit. I got noticed by Lucky from I think a video part, and I also had a couple mutual friends at the time that were on the team already. Um, and the TM came and apo- approached me and said, "Hey, we want to put you on." Um, and at that time, it was like you had like video parts were the thing, like that's what you yeah had, everybody yeah. wanted to make. But now it's kind of transitioned, and it's interesting how everything's on like. Uh, uh, shorter form media platforms like TikTok and Instagram, mm-hmm. instead of doing these full length video parts that are like five or six minutes long, it's like a 30 second clip of your best tricks. And I'm like, man, it's it's definitely, it's, uh, it's more of like an instant gratification type thing. Um, but that's just the way that uh, it's changed over the years. For me, it was, back then, it was longer form videos, video parts, like a web edit. Now it's like more shorter form like. that's
1: that's what's crazy. That's the way it was. Like when I when yeah. I left Circa Four back in two thousand eight, it was video it was still video yeah. parts still happening. And then as Instagram and all these started coming up, yeah. next thing you know, it's like you see someone drop this banger down the set of stairs. Yeah. And it's like bam, it's out and you're like that's and it? then it gets views and it's taken off and it's the rest is history. It's yeah. like that fast. Oh
0: yeah, it's crazy.
1: And before, I mean I remember we'd go on tours and I mean and go film video parts around the world. Get all the best of, yeah, and then leak out the you know the 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 you know the B grade stuff and other video parts here and there, and then drop your banger, yeah. But how? When did what year did that? When when did that end with the the video parts? Like what year was that for you guys?
0: I think honestly it was probably somewhere around 2016 and 17 because like action sports in general didn't really start to get into like the whole Instagram scene mm-hmm. until I I think like I got my Instagram when I was. Uh, uh, 13 I think so 2013 yeah. and then it didn't it was nothing really that special besides just a couple of photos and maybe some videos when that started happening right but 2016 17 18 and then you know coming up to now it's like everybody just keeps going ham on this this one platform It's crazy.
1: Yeah, because I think at first uh, action sports. They were still holding on Mm. They were like, we're not going to drop it all
0: yeah. on 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 social dude, yet. Dude, now people are so impatient, and myself included, because like you <laughs> have this this trick that you've learned, and you want to share it with everybody, and you don't want to wait to get all the rest of the other clips. Just, well,
1: the other thing too is you don't want someone else to go drop the hammer down. Yeah, that. Too. And then all of a sudden you're like, dude, I had this like six months ago. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That was the other problem with social media. <laughs> you got some no no name kid from nowhere. Yep. That all of a sudden... And they just take it from you. It's just like that. <laughs> and, and for the listeners, the, this is the way uh, action sports work. is like, you know, if you see a trick done on a set of stairs or a handrail, and like say, for instance, someone's like switch flips, switch 50s down this, you know, this, uh, this hubba ledge or this ledge, and that means that has been done. And um, it doesn't matter if you do it because it's been done. Mm-hmm. So it's over. It's shut down for that trick. So now you got to go bigger and better. And that's why you gotta get these tricks out. <laughs> Is it nuts? Yep. It's crazy too how fast everyone has progressed through this whole. Like, are you what? What are you seeing with like scootering? I mean, you're seeing these kids that are just
0: dude coming. These young kids, right? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you can't really keep up with it because, I mean, one, you gotta delegate your time differently as you become older right. and like with work and and just life in general. Yeah. Like, I can't spend as many hours in a day scootering as I did, you know when I was 13 as I can you know now or whatever or vice versa. Yeah. And honestly it's hard to keep up. I it, see kids like on scooters I'm like cheese like it's nuts. It's crazy. It's nuts.
1: So now like th- during this time with you traveling and well how have you been? How's God been using you now during the this pandemic and covid and everything everything that's been going on. Mm. Um are you out like how, how has god been using you during this time to to represent his kingdom
0: uh i mean he's been using me through my social platforms like mm-hmm. that's like a constant outlet for me yeah. to be you know giving in but for the most part like as far as this season goes with covid i think yeah. he's been working on me mostly uh, yeah, like me he's just it. been working on my heart and uh uh teaching me how to love people like jesus loves us yeah. cuz like a lot of times i think uh it's easy for us to look at situations or look at opportunities as like, Oh, what can I get from that person? Or what can I get from that, that experience or whatever? Mm -hmm. What's in it for me type of thing. And I've noticed, um, I have gone about like some trips like that before in the past and it's not healthy and and that's not emulating who Christ is. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he's been working on that, you know, with me. I love the way that you said,
1: I love the fact that you said that because that's so relatable to so many people. Mm Because when you're – when it, and it's this isn't like something for, for young people. It's it's all ages mm-hmm. as, as, you know, like, you know, I look at you, you have a lot of drive, right? I have a lot of drive. I mm-hmm. want to do – I just want to be great. And, and when I say be great, I just want to do good, great things. Like, yeah. I, I want to accomplish goals is basically what I'm trying yeah. to say. Like, I want to be a, a guy that can accomplish things in life. And I don't like to sit around. I don't like the time to pass me by. I feel like life's so short mm-hmm. that – you know it's just like tiktok you know it's it's yeah. it's going by i'm not getting any younger and i want to have accomplished things in life and that's what god has created us to do that's mm-hmm. normal but going back to what you were saying it's 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 interesting how as a christian you have to gauge relationships and opportunities as you know, you want to you want to get ahead of life, but you also don't want to just be a me me me, it's about me yeah. and not care mm-hmm. about people. And I think what you're going through right now is 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 something that that we have to continually reflect on as Christians on to um honor relationships yeah. and not try to just use people. Right, yeah. You know, and that's something that I'm constantly looking at for oppor- you know, like as you're looking for opportunities and different things, it's like, you know, your friends are your friends mm-hmm. that you're yeah. like, yo, man, hook me up. I got your back. You know, I'm yeah. going to hook you up, too. Totally. That's that's one thing. But also, it's like to love people as Christ loved people because you don't want to be known as someone that's just looking for opportunities all the time. Mm-hmm. And, again, you're trying to continue to pursue your career.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's it's God is is – he'll continue to do that and I think he's doing a lot of stuff with a lot of people during uh, COVID
0: Mm, totally Um,
1: showing people with relationships and just dealing with people because when you're caught up in all the noise of life and trying to pursue things you could forget about what really matters and it's loving people basically
0: yeah It's so true. Life is totally about community, and I think I've spent a lot of my life, to be honest with you, because I grew up uh, being homeschooled my entire life, and that was just like the decisions my parents made. And it worked out because when I got into high school, I started traveling for scootering and stuff, Mm -hmm. and it was like, this is normal with the school and the travel thing anyway, so it's like no big deal. Right. Um, But as a result of being homeschooled, and also just my personality, being kind of like introverted and more just like I'm good on my own type of yeah. Person, yeah. uh, I wasn't always like uh, around that many people. And so now I'm realizing, or I didn't really have any big groups of friends, I should say. So right. now I'm realizing like, man, this is, life is so much more about just like, me and like what, what I can do, uh, for myself. It's like about how the Lord wants me to me, wants to use me to impact those within my sphere of influence. And it goes into like, just being a good steward of like who the Lord, uh, those relationships that the Lord has given you in your life, um, the time and how you spend it. And that could go, uh, into like whatever your craft is. And also just like, uh, the resources that he's giving you as well. Yeah. You know what? I want to
1: encourage you with this as you go, as you're going through this, um, in the life. You're going to be meeting a lot of different people yeah. in different areas and what I've learned over, you know, I've been working in the mu- music and skateboard industry for action sports too because snowboarding was connected to us mm-hmm. um, from the distribution uh, since I was I started going to trade shows back in when I was 15 years old so mm-hmm. I'm 45 now so that, think about that's how long I've been in, I've been skateboarding forever yeah, and yeah. involved but like being actually working in the in, in, in these industries That's sick. and what's rad is these people that you come across, sometimes God just connects you with people. Yeah. Then 10 years later, you reconnect with them. Like uh, Paul Gomez, he's the one of the guys that was part of Billabong, him and Bob Hurley. And they left, they sold, and then they went and started Hurley Clothing. Mm. So I was working with him back then. I knew I met him back then, yeah. and then he went over to Hurley. And later on, he ended up, Years later, I ended up becoming super good friends with him. And sick. now he's a very, helping me with business and different things, even with the movement and my other business and stuff like that. But it's, but back then it wasn't like that. It was a whole different relationship. Mm-hmm. But God brings people in your life. And that's why it's like you want to, every person that you touch, or you come in touch with, mm-hmm. God has placed these people in your life. And it might be for a later time, yeah. for something greater, or even just to, I mean, I, my friend Paul. I ended up baptizing like he, that's he later on down the line, it became a God connection, yeah. and it got to the point where he called me one day and he's just like, "Dude, God's doing something in my life. I gave my life to Christ. I just need to get baptized. Like, I need to get baptized today." And that's I'm like, sick. "Uh, I got a pool. Like, come to my house. I'm coming right now. I'll be there in 15 minutes." Oh uh, yeah, that's so sick. you know what I mean. It's yeah. like these special moments. Totally. I look back. I'm like, man, all I would have never guessed me meeting this guy 15 years ago. Yeah you know, pardoning and doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Also now I'm baptizing this guy in my pool that and he's like, sick. I'm coming over there now. <laughs> That's know? sick. Yeah. So it's just really cool going back to the whole uh, relationship thing. <laughs> yeah. And even during these times, I feel like with the COVID uh, virus and everything that happened, it's kind of really um, showed people what's important with community and just with Christ and how we can, people are going through crazy things mm-hmm. and with your platform, we got four minutes till the break with your, with your platform, God has given you, he's basically put, giving you favor and he's um, putting you in, in the eyes of many people as an influencer, obviously. And this is the time that you just live in your life for Christ and the decisions you make and the way you carry yourself in front of people. um, You're going to influence people. Like I've, I've been, you know, I follow bam. Right. And, um, you know, Bam's going through some stuff right now, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, he's been through some hard stuff. And, you know, just a lot of people, like, I see comments like, man, I used to follow this guy. I used to think this guy was a god. And, yeah. you know, my idol and all this stuff. And now they're seeing, like, that he's going through some tough times. Yeah. And you, my point with all that is you'll never know the influence you have on these young youngsters. And by you just living your life for Christ and, and making these decisions and taking yeah. those opportunities to talk to kids and encourage them— that goes so far. It's it's just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would uh, continue to do that as well. We're going to be going to break in a minute. Um, where do people find you?
0: Uh, on Instagram. You can find me on so Instagram. Say your first and last name. Spell it so they can find you. Cody Flom. At Cody Flom. C-O-D-Y-F-L-O-M.
1: And you got scooters that purchase.
0: Oh, yeah. They're all on there. I mean, like, you could f- figure out what who my sponsor is by all the tags that are on most of my posts. Yeah,
1: so just go to your Instagram.
0: Yep, Lucky Scooters is my sponsor.
1: Perfect, <laughs> perfect. This guy's a good dude. I met him a while ago, and I'm stoked to have you here, man. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. This is awesome. Yeah. All right, well, hey, check this out. We're going to be going to a break in a minute. And you guys, I want to plug. Um, I have a new book, and it's on pre sale right now. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Target, Walmart, wherever books are sold, you can get it there. Um, You could just go to killthenoisebook.com. God's been hooking it up. It's number one uh, for the new release right now on Amazon for two weeks straight. So I'm excited. That's only Jesus doing that because not me. That's all you guys have been supporting that have been purchasing the book. It's a faith-building book. It's a discipleship book. It's what we were talking about before, about killing the noise. It teaches people how to kill the noise, find their purpose, and stay focused. I, on the other hand, got derailed. I was the other kid that went the other way. I wasn't you. I wish I was you. That's the real (laughs) testimony. But my book is to get people that are maybe... Christians that have got off track, you know, mm-hmm. get them back on track. Uh, people that aren't Christians, to get them on track, you know, if you want to find God, this book will lead you there. It's there's tons of Bible teaching. It's a faith builder. It's a tool. Go to killthenoisebook.com. We also have a new film, and it's on whosoevers.com It's called Full Send. It's one of our tour videos where we go to the skate parks and we're uh, doing best trick and we're leading. Hundreds of kids of the Lord. I think we got in front of over, you know, almost a two thousand kids on that trip. Let's but see. it shows just um, the the Great Commission. Us going from town to town, city to city. Jesus is the model. Go to there to the dot We got product. We got slip-ons. We got T-shirts. All that supports the ministry so we can continue to go out and do free events. And we are booking the Whosoever's Mega Tour, and you need to get on it. We're doing the Mega Tour um, all across the United States. Skate parks are open all across the United States. We're coming this summer, and we have several states opening up that are inviting us right now. So book us, we will come, and we will bring the gospel. We, will, we want to get the kids plugged into the church so they can get discipled and uh, develop. They could be the next president, next pro scooter rider, next skateboarder, next attorney, next whatever. We'll talk to you guys in two minutes right after the break when we get back. Peace.
0: More of The Ryan Reese Show. Coming up, post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. Now back back to The Ryan Reese Show.
1: All right, we're back in studio with Cody Flum, Mm -hmm. a professional scooter rider. And I've seen some videos on Instagram, and he's full sending it. I want to see your video part, though.
0: Yeah, dude, I got you.
1: I want to see you chomp some rails and, you know, some set stairs and ramps and
0: all of it, everything. Well, I I classify classify myself as a park rider, so I'm more on like big ramps and stuff like that. Got it, got more it. More recently, um, I've been like you know messing around with like actual street spots. Really? Um, which I'm pretty happy about, uh, because I've never really been one to like hit big handrails and stuff yeah. like that. But I think it was like a month and a half ago. I was with some homies. We we're at this like abandoned water park, which is like. Dude, it's like a playground for anybody in yes. action sports. Um, yes, and there was this massive, uh, fourteen stair handrail into like this big bank um, that was like right after it. So you yeah. had speed, and you had to like slow yourself down and then drop. You it. got on that? Yeah, a
1: fourteen stair. Yeah,
0: dude. That's what? The, that's the most I've ever done. I was pretty happy um, with
1: it. <laughs> you're all like, yeah, I haven't really hit any street stuff. Fourteen yeah. <laughs> stair. That's kind of. I was thinking like, yeah, there was like this ten stair. You know, I, I you know, lipped it or whatever. Uh, that's no. nuts. So you got the footy? Uh,
0: I do, yes. Is that like out? And <laughs> no, it's oh, not it's even not? out yet. This is for my new video part, so. Oh,
1: it's going down. Yeah. that's gnarly. Yeah. Thanks. So uh, okay, I'm gonna watch it after. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, hey, you know what, dude? I love how this conversation has been going mm-hmm. down because we've been talking about just life nuggets. Yeah. Um. L- practical life stuff. So <laughs> sure. during this time, also, what has what else has been God been uh, been tucking on your heart or? Should I say, like, what's he impressing, like, what's next for you? Or just this new—do you feel like you're going into a new season? What, what, do you feel, what do you feel like God's speaking to you, I guess?
0: I, I think that he's just continually calling me to be, like, faithful with everything that he's given me right now and mm-hmm. being a good steward of, like, uh, the relationships that I have with my close friends, uh, the relationships that I, like, make with people around the world um, via, you know, my social media and stuff like that. Yeah. And also just with, like, work— uh, practical work you have to work to live Yeah, uh, and scootering and, you know, fitness and whatnot, stuff like that.
1: Right, right,
0: right. And to be honest, like, I, I think that's like a big thing for most of uh, kids like my age or people my age yeah. um, to be like good stewards of what the Lord has given you because I think a lot of times we get into these seasons of just kind of like uh, doing things just to do things without a purpose. Right. Um, but when we realize that we're living for uh, the kingdom agenda. Or when we choose yeah. to live for the kingdom agenda, it kind of just gives this like revitalization to everything that you do. The the smallest things can be so exciting and can fill you with joy because you're doing it for something that's so much bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times why we get burnt out with just like whatever your sport is or whatever your craft or your right. art is um, is because we're just doing it for some frivolous thing like. Money, for example, right. uh, just yeah. because that's such a common thing. Uh, you know, money's not going to satisfy you. It's going to make you happy for a moment. But the only th- real true source of sustained joy and happiness comes from Jesus and God, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that kingdom agenda. So I, I would encourage, like, everyone, including myself, because yeah. I need this you know, yeah, totally. <laughs> every day, is, yep. like, purpose everything that you're passionate about for the kingdom agenda.
1: So how, how would... How do you stay on purpose agenda? Like, tell the listeners. How would how would someone stay on it?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm. it just goes down. It comes down to, like, uh, who you are giving the glory to and all the accolades and uh, all the accomplishments that uh, you have with whatever you do. For me in scootering, uh, and I, I've been blessed to be able to come top five in a lot of, you know, high competitions right. or whatever. Uh, and I'm aware that the Lord has given me this talent. And I know that it's... Uh, part of it is because I've like I've trained and I've mm-hmm. uh, done well with becoming like a high uh, qualified athlete. Right. Um, but when it really comes down to it, it's because the Lord has given me that ability to begin with, mm-hmm. um, and making that known to the people around me and the like the people that the Lord has put in my sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when I am, uh, you know, at top five or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Right. Have you? Um,
1: has anyone ever like tried clowning you because <laughs> <of> your faith? <laughs>
0: Oh, more yeah. I think definitely. Um, I think for the most part, I've been able to kind of stay out of a, a lot of drama. To be honest with you, I'm a, like I said, I'm kind of like an introverted person. And I'm yeah. like cool on my own, and and I'm aware of like the the kind of like snickers or the, the I, I don't know how you classify yeah. it, the scoffers or whatever. What,
1: what's what's the like? I guess the question would be: Is what's in the scooter scene? What do they think about Jesus? Like, in the skateboard scene, like, Jesus is a joke.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, it's a freak. I mean, we're running pentagrams and, like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, we're, like, the opposite of Mm -hmm. Jesus in the skate industry. Um, How's that represented in the the scooter world?
0: Well, you kind of have to look at the demographic of scootering. Mm -hmm. Uh, Skateboarding, I think, is a way broader demographic than what we have in scootering. Uh, At least for the people that I influence uh, mostly, Mm -hmm. like, park scooter riders, it's, like, uh, ten to like fourteen year olds, yeah. and there's other people in the in the sport that are older, um, but those mainly like within my sphere of influence. Um, these people, uh, these kids, I think, are a lot more impressionable, and they're more uh, I- accepting to that. Not right. yeah. nece- not necessarily like, oh, you know, yes, Jesus and God. Like, yeah. there's not really any other heads in the skiing that, um, like know the Lord and talk about the Lord yeah. openly. Yeah. Um. But there are kids that that I think are, um, are like, open to it. It's more open. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
1: that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, With that said, with the openness of the kids, um, I was going to ask you another question off of that, I completely forgot. Um, With the openness of the kids, how uh, how, uh, do a lot of them, like, do they ask you about, Christ at all, or are you when you when you share with them, like what's what's are they are they for more, the
0: most part, yeah. like these kids, since since most people that I am around and scootering are so young, uh, even like you know, getting to 16 and 17, that's still pretty young. Yeah, uh, they don't know what type of questions to ask. And so, mm. what I found the most beneficial for thing for me to do um, is just to love them. like Jesus did. And I think that it's a misconception and I've put it on on my own life um, that the Lord needs you to talk in order to be a witness for who he is. Um, And I've just come to find like, dude, like relationship. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't need you to say anything. Mm. He just wants you to show people like who he is, who his son is, uh, through how you treat others.
1: That's dope. You know, I love that. Cause there there is, I always say from the show that there's a time to to talk. Cause like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, if they find out you're a Christian, oh great, he's trying to close the deal.
0: Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like
1: you need you're you need to repent, you need to give life to Jesus, mm-hmm. say the prayer. Okay, boom, yes, got one. Right? <laughs> Look, you know what I mean? And that's not what it's about. It's about developing relationships and especially in our communities when we were talking about, you know, in the park scene, you know, obviously skate parks. Mm-hmm there's a lot of stuff going on there <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> if, you're, if you're if you're visiting somewhere and you're trying to party talk by about a skate park. You, can, you know you can get you can get the goods you know <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> any skate park <laughs> yep in, pretty in, much. The, in the world yep um, it's color, colorful there right definitely uh, but what that said is that I tell people like listen guys like it's all about developing relationship look at Jesus as the model you go in there there's a time to speak there's a time of not to speak like when we go on the great commission like with the whosoevers this is a great commission um, trip, but we go there. We go to the skate parks. We're flyering it. Uh, we go there, and we do a best trick contest, and we're skating, actually, with everyone there for, like, two hours. Like, it's a session. Yeah,
0: that's We're it. giving
1: high fives. We're having a good time. We're, like, playing, like, mainstream music, You know, we're just just doing whatever, skating, breaking it off. And then after – we give, uh, we give out the cash for the best tricks, actually, because as, as, we skate each different obstacle. So we'll do like, yo, mm-hmm. 20 bucks on this, 20 bucks on that. We're, we're, do, we're flowing the cash as we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So there's no like, wait till we wait till the end. We're going to give you, we're going to tell you about Jesus before we give you the money. Yeah. No, we're throwing them the money. <laughs> we give out the skateboards or whatever product we give away, the shoes. Uh-huh. And then at the end, we're like, hey, man, we're gonna, we want to let me tell you why we're here. Then they have the choice whether they want to go or stay. Mm-hmm. And guess what? They all stay. Because we're all homies. Yeah. We just sessioned for two hours. Yeah. And we're chilling. Yeah.
0: And totally. then,
1: and that's when we go in there. That's when we give the great commission. But then there's other opportunities where like I have this, uh, look when I was up a, uh, kind of by my parents' house up in like Diamond Bar I was, I was going to skate in this local skate park a lot and, and I just started skating there and I was meeting everyone and you know everyone's there smoking weed drinking doing the whole thing and I'm just sessioning this park skating for months and I get to know basically everyone there Yeah. never say nothing until like one guy comes up and he's like oh I'm so hungover and you know this and that and I and I just kind of shared a little bit like yeah I don't drink anymore Yeah. this and that Anyway, it turns out these guys are like Ryan's the homie. Hey, we we want to do a best trick contest. And I'm like, really? I go, I'll put the money up, I'll make the flyers, and I'll I'm gonna get In-N-Out Burger to come set up an In-N-Out truck <laughs> for sick. free burgers for everybody. That's They're sick. like, what? <laughs> and I set it up, dude. And we had the it, on we had the biggest skate contest right there in Diamond Bar with all the homies, and that, that led to me leading some of them to the Lord. Yeah, and. That was a that was about four that was about four months of skating with them before anything happened. Wow. And they just saw me. Yeah. And they were like, okay, Ryan's cool, he's normal. Yeah. But they knew like they started finding me on Instagram and, and they they started knowing who I was and mm-hmm. what I was about. Mm-hmm. But dude, it was like it was cool. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't freak him out. It wasn't weird, but mm-hmm. it was through that relationship. Totally, yeah. You know?
0: That's so sick.
1: So it's it's awesome. And you're doing that same thing and, and just being available and people get to see you know who you are and tell us some cool stories about tour like uh i don't know what, what are some cool stories that have happened how how god has set you up when you know for something or just god did something it doesn't even have
0: to be someone leading to the some sure yeah. the lord
1: maybe just answered a prayer of some cool thing or
0: yeah before uh, so 2019 action space uh, was it held in the uk uh, pretty big competition and i had a filmer that was coming out with me to to capture the whole Uh, Trip there Um, and the Lord put on my heart before the trip like probably like a week before to create a a Video of kind of showcasing what I do and why I do what I do So it's just uh, an edit with just my hardest riding from that trip Mm. uh, with a voiceover of just saying hey This is who I am and this is what it's like being a Christian athlete So and so we filmed that video Uh, we I competed that week as well in the UK ended up um, You know doing pretty well there and then we finished the video and when I got back, uh, I knew the Lord was going to use it for something. Um, and I got a call from my buddy, Tyler, uh, who's, he was a pastor up in Lompoc at the time. And he said, Hey, we're doing these hope rallies, uh, at these schools, uh, next week. We are going to three different schools and we want you to be a part of it. And so we went there, uh, and I was given the opportunity to use that video, um, kind of as like an attention getter for all these kids that were in the gyms there at the school. And it was like pretty awesome, uh, being able to share my testimony, um, and show like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Uh, and this is why I do it what I do and give the glory to God. And they, you know, did their whole, uh, they did an altar call there as well. And it was just kind of like a God thing, you know, (laughs) just like an idea that turned into uh, this opportunity to uh, talk to people about like the good news. It was pretty dope.
1: That is sick. See, dude, I love when, when God sets it up. And yeah. Tyler, yeah, Calvary Chapel uh, Vista. Yeah, now up, he is Vista. <laughs> that's Yep, up in Lompoc. That, that's a cool little spot up there. Yeah, it definitely it's is. It's kind of just by the beach, out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. <laughs> <coughs> really cool, and he was doing all that stuff with the kids. I think Ben even went up there yeah. and spoke. Mm-hmm. So dope. They're homies. So, hey, when you were in the UK, we're, just, uh, were you in, like, London? Yeah.
0: Uh, well, we fly into London. I've explored there, uh, but a lot of the big skate parks are just in like random little towns. The one that mm-hmm. was held for Action Space was in the Stroud, uh, which I mean, like I don't think anybody of any know. of us would know. Where it's it weird. Is. Like when yeah. I went
1: there. Uh, so there's like, called meanwhile, like I looked up all the parks, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile one, meanwhile two. Then there was the, the Sony PlayStation Park that was under the bridge. I don't know uh, if you went to that big one.
0: I didn't, but. Yeah,
1: but they're, I mean, they're all in these, you have to take these trains yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And then they're like, yeah, my, you know, mate, go up there, a right, go <laughs> through the park, this little thing, and then there's the park. Yep. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It is. So I know. I went to one park over there, and they're like, hey, mate, this is like the ghetto. You know, like, yeah. w- watch out. I'm like, and it was, like, beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, what? oh, really? <laughs> These little thug kids come and start smoking uh-huh. weed. I'm like, oh, no. And I was there by myself, and I didn't know. I was just like, I'm going on a skate park mission Yeah. and just, you know, hitting it up. That's sick. <laughs> All right, so um, let's talk about what uh, – so what What do you got going on now? Has, has your sponsors talked about taking you out anymore, or is there um, – What's, what's in the works?
0: Right now we're working on with my sponsor, Lucky, we're working on the fourth version of my signature scooter uh, which is super exciting because the cool thing about the scooter is that I'm not a graphic designer but I have a lot of ideas and yeah. I have a lot of things uh, that have made an impression on my life and yep. I get to get the opportunity to include those things on that scooter yeah. um, and one of the cool things I've done for the past three years with Lucky is include a Bible verse on all of my decks um, and what? it's been really cool like uh, I feel like like we were talking about uh, the the scooter community and how they're semi like uh, accepting of yeah. who the Lord is. Yep. Uh, I've been doing that since like uh, you know 2016, and people have been buying this stuff, and it's pretty awesome seeing uh, the Lord's name just like getting out there. So um,
1: what what verse is it
0: uh, right now? The for this new one, the V4 is Second Timothy two uh, four, which is no one serving as a soldier entangles himself in the concerns of citizens. But instead, he seeks to please the commanding officer. Which essentially, it's kind of like a reminder to myself that right. I'm not my citizenship isn't here on this earth. I'm living for my citizenship is there in heaven. I'm living for a purpose, and and and. Uh, uh, an agenda that's like much greater than what I see right here and now because a lot of times um, It's really easy for us to get caught for me to get caught up in like all of these issues And the, these dilemmas that I see that are right in front of me, and that's like tangible uh, But like you were talking about um, Like the, the the unseen world and the spiritual realm that that's mm-hmm. where I uh, make an effort to kind of like keep my head in, in focus of, because that's where uh, my identity is found
1: that's dope man I like that it's so true and mm-hmm. that's not it's not just you that's everybody mm-hmm. is struggling with Dude. that if that's the constant fight yeah. when Paul talks about the war between the flesh and the spirit <laughs> yeah. it's like you just you you, you see the, the 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 you know not the spirit realm but you see um, the material world yeah. constantly <laughs> and it's constantly going come on you know I, yeah. I call Satan Um, I call Satan the fisherman you know because yeah. he's a Jesus has called us to be fishers man but Satan's a fisherman as well. And he throws those shiny objects, those little lures, yep. shiny lures, the rainbow lure with the glitter. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, check this, out, check this yep. out. He wants to hook us. Yep. And, and you know, what he does is, like, we bite and we get it hooked entangled, and we tangled get, and we get entangled in all these different lures he sticks out that mm-hmm. hooks onto us. Yeah. And what it does is that you look at yourself in the spirit realm, is like all these lures, these hooks are connected to you, and what they're doing is they're just slowing you down, pulling you off course. Yeah. And, you know, the goal, obviously, of a fisherman is to catch the fish and to gut it yeah. and and kill it, basically. And that's what Satan wants to do. Mm. And that's why Satan is in the king. He's the king or the prince, it says, the prince of this world. Yeah. And he knows how to put these things that we will be like these shiny objects. We'll be like, what's that? And we'll constantly go after that. And that's why we need the Bible. We need the Word of God because if yeah. we want to stick to our passions, stick to our call, stay focused on the agenda of Uh, of Christ we have to be in the word and that's how God speaks to us totally yeah yeah and he grows us he leads us and um, that's the whole deal so okay so here we go because we're going to be coming uh, to an end soon. Mm-hmm. And thanks a lot, dude, for for being on. This is, yeah. uh, I didn't know how this conversation was going to go. Because, <laughs> you know, Ben Ben Course is just like, that's my boy. Yeah. I'm like, ben. okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and I just knew, like, I had Ben on my show sure. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I was, dude, it, it was really dope. Yeah. And we're going to do it again. Yeah, that's cause sick. Because he's awesome. Yeah, that's sick. And maybe one day we'll get both you guys in the studio. Because I got, ex- look at this, I got extras. Yeah, totally. And <laughs> we'll just open it for phone calls, take uh-huh. calls. That would actually be really that fun. That would be really cool. Okay, we're going to do that. <laughs> okay. Next time he's in town, okay. we'll okay. get you and him here and we'll open up the phone lines. Okay. And it'll be like the Wild West. <laughs> okay. All right? All we'll right. do that. So tell me this. What would you want to encourage people with tonight? Um Just wherever they're at, say they're, I guess, in their life and they're just, you know, they don't know how to find God's call. They just feel like since the pandemic, everything slowed down. They lost their identity. They just don't know. Maybe they don't hear God. They don't sense God's presence. They're just kind of in a place of just complacency and like, what do whatever. Mm -hmm. What would you want to say to that
0: person? I would say to that person that you're loved and you have a purpose and you're loved because Jesus died on a cross for you. Mm -hmm. And then you have a purpose because you have a a savior and a kingdom agenda that you can live for. And I think a lot of times we think about like what our purpose here is on earth. And, like, what that looks like practically. Like, I could say, oh, yeah, my purpose is scootering. Uh, And, you know, glorifying the Lord in scootering. That's, like, the practical uh, vehicle that I use to accomplish the greater purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. But I could also say my purpose here on earth is to be friends with my neighbor down the street. Like, Mm -hmm. it could be anything, really. It's just, like, get in the general vicinity of, like, what you like and then use that vehicle to go up. Go up towards the Lord. <laughs> that's yep. basically what it comes down to, I think.
1: <laughs> How do people get in tune or connected to God if they have no connection and they don't even know him?
0: Uh, it just comes down to reading his word, honestly. And it seems like like, very daunting because it's a big book or it's maybe you don't read or whatever it is, but that's our way of communicating with the Lord, the, the, the creator of this universe. Um, and it's a blessing, really. And I think, like, I know I sometimes take it for granted. Sometimes I'm like, "Dude, I just want to go hang out with my friends." Like, I don't want to go and read. But when I really stop to think about it, it's like, no, I'm being given like this opportunity to come into the presence of this person, this God that's created everything around me, uh, and He's given me so much. He's given me so much favor and grace, and I have this opportunity to talk to Him. My prayer is us talking to the Lord and reading His Word as him talking us back and say hey this is the deal this is why things are the way that they are in this world and it's it's really cool honestly now what if
1: there's someone listening and they don't know how to give their life to christ what does that look like what do they do they're driving right now and they're like Mm -hmm. okay dude i want to meet this god that you're speaking (laughs) of this jesus christ sure what do i do
0: it comes down to giving up uh who, whatever you're finding your identity in right now that is apart from Christ and saying to Jesus, hey, you know what? I know you've died for my sins. I know I don't have to be living uh, as a slave to the sin that I have here in my life right now. And I want you to take that away. I, I want to give that to you. I want to lay that here at, at the feet of Jesus and to, you know, you audibly say that or whatever it looks yeah. like to you, it's, that's on you really. Yeah. But but Jesus will fill in the blanks in that um area and say and and kind of like lift you up and say hey like i'm here for you and i and i love you and i want to give you a purpose here on this earth i love that verse
1: that, that one that that we we know so well john 3 16 and 17. god so loved the world that he gave his only son which is jesus christ that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life it says that god didn't send his son into the world to judge the world but to save the world through his work on the Mm -hmm. cross. Mm -hmm. So all you have to do is believe by faith that Jesus died on the cross, raised from the dead, and he lives. And you ask him to forgive you of all your sins and what he did on the cross with the blood that was shed, he'll forgive you and wash you white as snow. And then he'll implant the Holy Ghost inside of you, the Holy Spirit. And that's the power from heaven that will literally... Bring those desires and those passions under control that are destroying you and give you new life, that new abundant spirit, led life. Cause Satan has come to steal, kill, and destroy you, but Jesus has come to give life abundantly. And it's literally that simple. There's a Bible app. Mm-hmm. There's a Bible app and you could download it for free. And I think there's like 550 million people attached to that that's so go download it and it has every translation go get the new living translation if you got add and you're a horrible reader reader like <laughs> myself very <clears> simple <throat> language read it and start in john uh, gospel of john in the back in the new testament and continue till the end and keep reading it over and over and over and god mm-hmm. it will move in your life and i do want to plug the book uh the next step also is the kill the Noise book.com it's a new book i came out with I actually wrote it in the pandemic. Oh, sick. Yeah. It was written in the pandemic. And it, I said, if I ever write a book, it's going to be a tool that I could give out that can literally, if someone's struggling with addiction, they could overcome. If they want to know if God is real, they will find out. And if they want to s- live a sold out life for Christ, this is the book. It's for all walks of life, all ages. It's never too late. I gave my life to Christ when I was 33 years old. And I remember just going, what the heck am I going to do now? But God goes, I'm going to use what you've done before, doing music festivals, working with bands, working with artists and the action sports. I'm going to use that. And then I'm going to give you new things. I'm going to give you a desire to go speak, Mm -hmm. to go bring people to the Lord. I'm going to give you a radio show. I'm going to show you how to write a book. I'm going to show you how to do films. I'm going to give you a family. God gave me So much more than I ever expected, but that's what God does. He's he's not a genie either. You don't just rub the thing go, I want this, I want that. It's not like that. It's in a relationship. Cause I have a relationship with my wife. I want to do great things for her. Cause I have a relationship with my kids. I love them, and I wanna I want to help them. And that's what God does. We're His children. He's our loving Father in heaven. He loves us, and He wants to do great things in our life. So go check it out. It's on Amazon. Uh, everyone has Amazon Prime, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Get your free shipping on right now. Amazon Prime. It's there. Look it up. All the endorsements are there. Uh, just just you know, people that have read it, like Skip Isaac and. Uh, I don't know, all, the, all my rock star friends and different pastors um, that have read it and um, that are just uh, really stoked on it. So it's a tool. It's for you. It's for your family members. Get it. And uh, thank you for supporting everything that's been going on with the whosoevers. Cody, thank you for being on the radio show. We're going to do the Ben Corson and the yeah. Cody podcast. Uh, uh, in studio live calls. That would be sick. I want to do it. We're gonna to to, we'll text him and we'll have Lucas contact him, headhunt him, and get him down here. He's been texting me. What are we gonna do it again? Yeah, let's do Because I did a pre-recorded show with him last time. Oh, got you. Because it was during the day. That's the he, only time he could do it.
0: Yeah, he's he's not into the whole late night thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're gonna get him here. Yeah, and let's it's gonna do it. go down.
0: Yep. All right, hey, I love you, man. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, brother. Peace.
0: This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday for The Ryan Reese
1: Show.